Hello, 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 everyone. This is Sharon S. Davis. Most of you know me from my mommy moments on Facebook. Thank you for joining me today to hear about my caregiver journey for my mom. Last episode, you all heard from my siblings as they shared how they felt about mom's diagnosis. Today, I am sharing with you all the ups and downs of caregiving during a pandemic. I would start off with when my mom was in isolation, then I would move on to when I brought her home, and end this segment with my anticipation of what's on the horizon. 3-12-2020. That was the last day I saw my mom in her assisted living facility. Prior to this day, I would visit mom for breakfast, head to work, then have an after-dinner visit with my mom so I can tuck her into bed at night. I help with feeding mom in the morning and getting her ready for bed at night. She was scheduled to shower three times a week, so the staff didn't mind me getting her ready for bed with a quick wash-up. We would sit on the sofa listening to music, laughing, and talking about our day. Sometimes I would bring in some food that I picked up along the way, and sometimes I would give her something from the snack cart. The staff knew that I didn't want mom to eat sugary snacks unless it was some fruit. It didn't matter if the staff were short or had extra help. I was there to entertain my mom so they could focus on the other residents. What I liked about this facility was that they called their patients residents instead of patients. The common theme around the staff was that they are guests in the residents' homes. I will admit that I bumped heads with a few of the staff when it came to my mom's care. But overall, this facility did their best. However, knowing my mom's dementia and desire to be in a quiet environment, I was worried that she may think I left her. Or worse, she would forget about me. I also feared that she thought something happened to me and would give the staff a hard time thinking that they did it. Now, before you wonder, well, where did she get that thought from? The reason I felt this fear was because of an incident that happened in the past when I snuck out the house while my mom was napping. Upon my return, mom was fussing and cussing at everyone in the room, demanding to know what they did to me and that they better find me. When I started noticing that the news were reporting that senior living facilities were having COVID-19 outbreaks, I was scared for my mom. I called to speak to the administrators and was assured that they would let me know if there is an outbreak. They also tried to assure me to let me know that they are practicing COVID restriction guidelines and cleaning standards. I checked the North Carolina Department of Health and Human Services website to search for facilities with outbreaks. When I learned of a facility on the list of those that I knew living there, I informed their family. I was happy to report that my mom's facility was never on that list. The anxiety was killing me. During this time, I struggled to find a creative way to interact with mom. When this first started, I tried calling the facility to talk to her without any luck. I knew mom didn't know how to answer a cell phone, so expecting her to chat on a cordless phone was a stretch that I was willing to take, but knew it wasn't going to work. 
So talking to her on a regular phone didn't work. I bought a tablet. I downloaded the WhatsApp and tried to chat with her that way. The facility agreed to having mom near the tablet at a specific time two days a week for us to communicate. They allowed us to have window visits. Everything worked well for a short time, but eventually mom started to sleep more. She wouldn't talk on the chat and she seemed to withdraw from doing anything when trying to interact with her. I noticed she lost weight, but I didn't know mom was breaking out and developed bumps on her skin. I bought her smaller size clothes because she was losing weight. I provided home-cooked meals, and I prayed. I prayed for her well-being. When they told me mom was being rushed to the emergency room due to a fall, the hospital allowed me to enter to help keep her calm while they take care of her due to her illness. When I saw her, I wanted to give her a hug, but she was in a neck brace and she was crying. When she saw me, she said, Sharon, I'm happy, you. I kissed her on the cheek. I held her hand and I played music to keep her calm. I cried because I haven't seen her in person to do these things. It was going on for months. From the hospital, emergency room, I asked the admin if I could take mom home to recover with me. She said that mom will have to have a negative COVID test and when the, upon her return, she will be quarantined for 14 days. I cried. I wasn't prepared. I didn't have anything in place to bring her home and work at the same time. So I stalled. I went to get mom something to eat. We ate in the car. I tried to soak up as much of this time with her as possible. I didn't understand how they would allow me to transfer my mom home from the emergency room of a hospital to the facility, but wouldn't let me bring her home to recover. When it was time for her to return, because she's finished eating her meal, mom didn't want to get out the car. She looked at me and she said, Sharon, why? I just told her to hold on a little while longer. I will bring her home. Five weeks later, mom was home with me. When I brought her home, that was when the fun began. I used Walmart delivery services as well as Instacart for my groceries. Trust and believe I was upset on many occasions because the shoppers didn't look at the expiration dates or check for dents on the cane. However, I didn't want to run the risk of bringing anything home to mom. I increased my usage of shopping on Amazon. I ordered gloves, wipes, sanitizers, HEPA air purifiers, shower chairs, barrier cream, cream to prevent bed sores, anything involving mom's care that I could find, I purchased. I believe I even bought some compression socks. And when people came to visit, I did a temperature check. Paying for a CNA to help me care for mom was a challenge of itself. Prior to this pandemic, I could pay $10 an hour for help. But due to low supply and a large demand, that increased to $15 an hour. Even at that rate, I couldn't guarantee help. I had some state that it would be $20 an hour to watch my mom. Watch her, not dress her or assist her with toileting. So basically, I had a noose around my neck. If I had a CNA to help me with mom, I was worried about their lifestyle causing them to get COVID. 
My risk factor is that if one of the nurses get COVID, then they've exposed me, mom, and the other nurses in the home to COVID. That, in turn, will cause their own family to be exposed to the virus. Going with an agency and explaining my current concerns only made my search that much harder. I've had agencies that were going to charge me $25 to $45 an hour with a set minimum number of hours. One agency said that they couldn't give me weekend-only help without having them working at least one day during the week. Another agency said there was a minimum of four hours a day or it would be $45 an hour. I had to make several sacrifices for caring for mom. And the last thing I wanted on my mind was hiring someone to come in our home that would give my mom this disease that I was trying to prevent her from getting. Because mom wouldn't wear a face mask, because mom didn't understand it's important, I would only allow mom to sit in the backyard for fresh air. Because she didn't understand the importance of a face mask, I didn't go anywhere outside of the curbside pickup location. I couldn't take mom with me when we go places because of the mask ordinance, and I didn't want her to be exposed. When I had to go inside a store, I double masked. I wore gloves, making sure that I discarded them before touching my car door and cell phone. I also kept sanitizer and disinfectant wipes in my car. I ordered my own air filter and cabin filter to change on my own. I also bought an air purifier for my car. I did all of this so I can hug and kiss my mom at night when I would tell her how beautiful and loved she is. At the end of the day, I feel it's worth it. I felt it was worth it until I missed time from work because I had no help. Under normal circumstances, I would be okay with it. But mom's illness progressed. Some days mom will forget she can walk. So we needed two people to help lift her so she can toilet. Now I've gotten creative on ways to get her to toilet, but it's not a quick and simple task. I ended up buying a back brace because of the wear and tear on my body. Some days when I get off work, I want to defrag. So I don't transfer that energy to mom. I would love to have 30 minutes to myself to take a nap or listen to music or something to revive myself so I can give 100% to the woman that gave me life. Caregiving is hard. The pandemic made it harder. I couldn't sleep when she was in the facility. My anxiety had me seeing a counselor over the phone every week. Bringing mom home reduced my counselor visits to twice a month and then eventually once a month, and then none at all. Having mom home inspired me to do this podcast. In the end, I would have done a few things differently, especially have mom come home sooner so she would not have had that emergency room experience. Finally, my anticipation of what's on the horizon with caring for mom. With the vaccine being approved for emergency use, I feel that eventually I can take mom out in public again. 
I'm hoping this will allow us to travel again. I miss those days when we were traveling. I wish I took her with me when I went to Israel. She would have loved it. I couldn't afford two tickets and two passports at that time of my life. But she enjoyed the pictures that I had upon my return. Now I wish I had the memory of her being there with me, riding a camel, getting baptized in the River Jordan, or seeing the Great Pyramids in Egypt. If I were to bring mom there now, she would not know the significance of any of this. She would just probably say, well, it's hot, I want to just go home. I decided that mom should get the vaccine, so my anxiety about bringing something home to mom would greatly reduce the risk itself simply because all three vaccines have 100% no hospitalization. I also hope that this will give mom the opportunity to go to adult daycare to interact with others her age. I'm sure mom's having anxiety, especially being shut in the house and doing nothing. I know she feels like she's in jail. She may not tell me that. I wish she could tell me how she feels, but she can't. In the beginning months of her being home, she would say, I love it here. She would giggle and smile. Now I only get hugs and kisses. At night, she parrots what I tell her. I can't wait for the day when we can start living our new normal together. To recap, caregiving during this pandemic has taught me that having a plan A, B, C, and D is not enough. Caregiving will require more sacrifices, but it is all worth it when I get a kiss from my mom. Hearing her laugh lets me know it's going to be all right. Yes, I've made some huge sacrifices, but knowing mom is safe is what matters to me until we can start our new normal. Everyone, Join me next time when I talk about mom and her stages of dementia Alzheimer's. See you on the 30th. Until then, take care.